Hey, welcome to the Healthy Postnatal Body Podcast with your postnatal expert Peter Lab. That, as always, would be me. Today I'm talking about pelvic floors. And mainly actually, rather than about talking about pelvic floor recovery in depth, I'm talking about why a pelvic floor recovery program can't really be done online, why you don't need to invest in one, why you can stop wasting your money on these things. Uh, whereas a program to help, I don't know, diastasis recti, back pain and all that sort of stuff usually can. I'm talking about the differences between the two. I'll talk about, I'll mention one or two people uh, who are excellent pelvic floor specialists that you should definitely follow uh, on social media and all that sort of thing. But why you should not buy any of their online programs if they offer them. Uh, In the news this week, I'm talking briefly about PFAs. Um, Basically, PFAs that are uh, chemicals that are in the UK drinking water come from Teflon and pans and non-stick pans and all that sort of stuff. Briefly touching on that as well. And that's it. It's going to be a short one this week because I don't have that much to talk about. It'll be fun though, I promise. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Postnatal Buddy Podcast for the 20th of March, 2022, 22, 22. Time flies, doesn't it? I mean, school holidays about to start. How much fun is that going to be? You can tell I'm in a good new, in a good mood, and I'll tell you why that is. Because you really care. A, it's sunny outside, which really helps improve my mood. B, Kitty is absolutely crushing it. Little Kitty is really crushing her recovery from being a puppy farm dog and is now a good walking beautiful little uh teasy wheezy right uh friendly with all other puppies still scared of people but she's doing really really well and she had her first ever long long walk with me yesterday my dogs get long long walks uh and it was one hour 40 minutes and the poor thing is still recovering from it. One hour, 40 minutes in the sun on the beach. You can't beat that. Um, I hope you're well. I hope you're doing okay. Oh, another reason I'm in a good mood. I have a new chair. So there should be less creaking, uh, which is nice. And it means my bum bum hurts less if I sit on the, on the chair for a few hours, which I tend to do. So, you know, why would I not be in a good mood? Like I said, I hope you're well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. Um... I had an email this week, because this is what we're talking about. I had an email this week about uh, someone got in touch saying, uh, Hey Pete, I have some issues with my pelvic floor. I've never really recovered from it. Can you recommend an online pelvic floor program? Because that HPMB uh, at healthypostnatalbody.com, I obviously don't really do much on the pelvic floor other than, you know, see if uh, a women's health specialist or a women's health pelvic floor physio do your kegel exercises and use a core breath which obviously comes from start up the pelvic floor rather than diaphragmatic breathing and all that sort of stuff which doesn't um i still believe my way is better by the way i'm still to come <laughs> across anyone that convinced can has managed to convince me otherwise um so to recommend the pelvic floor program is, is, is tricky. I know I did an episode on the pelvic floor quite a while ago, um, where I explained just how complex the pelvic floor is. 
And this is why you can do a recovery program for almost all areas of the body, um, except for uh, an online recovery program, except for the pelvic floor and potentially lower back and all that sort of thing, um, without a physical examination. You know, of course, at Healthy Postnatal Body, we have the uh, in the program, there's a standard disclaimer mainly for americans so they so you guys don't sue me <laughs> right um the standard disclaimer that uh it would help if you get checked out uh by a uh, a gp or a specialist before you start any sort of exercise program now that is not just so that my insurance company still likes me that is to pick up on any in some uh, any bits and bobs that you have missed Right? You could have one or two injuries you're not really aware of that might impact your recovery. Um, now, like I said, that is usually just a statement that's in there to keep you from suing people. Um, however, when it comes to the pelvic floor and lower back, that, to some extent, when it comes to the pelvic floor, that really, really matters. Because the pelvic floor is such a complex area and most people don't really know how it should feel. Like if you have um if you have diastasis recti, right, to stick to uh to stick to the subject, if you have diastasis recti, you kind of know whether your core is working or not. And you know which bits of your core are working or not. Um you either have um you either have muscle engagement or you don't. Uh you have diastasis recti, you, the the gap appears in certain places or it's everywhere so it's above navel or below navel or it's completely open right you'll feel whether the muscles are working when you place your hand on it so it's fairly easy to diagnose the problem with the pelvic floor is first of all it's a complex area of the body much more complex than than uh, the core is much more complex it's it's and secondly most people are not aware how it should feel um most people will feel most women especially guys are screwed with the pelvic floor right they have no idea how it should feel but it's most women can sense something is different postpartum but they can't quite put their finger on it so to speak and because there are that many areas to the pelvic floor that could be causing a problem um it becomes a bit trickier to self-diagnose and this is why, and be, unless you know what the dysfunction is, you can't really repair the problem. As I always, always, always talk about, as I always say, if you don't know what A is, you can't plan the route to B, right? And I know those of you listening, uh, who've listened before and who listen regularly will be aware that I always say this. If you travel to Manchester, it matters whether you come, where you start from Glasgow or you start from Edinburgh, right? For Americans out there, if you go to New York, it matters whether you start from Chicago or San Francisco. And the sat nav plots a different route. And I know all you <laughs> Americans are thinking, Jesus, you jackass, you, did, you didn't need to specify that. We understood what you meant. You didn't bring have to bring, you know, American cities into it. But, you know, I'm that kind of guy. I'm inclusive. Um, so unless you know what your A is, you don't know how to get to B. And... For diastasis recta, A is very obvious. 
The solution is also very obvious. A well-designed postpartum program for diastasis recti kind of covers all the bases. Uh, it means that you have to put a little, the people creating the program have to put a bit more thought and effort into it, which is why you should only work with people that know what they're talking about and not that, have, that know how to plan these things, such as, you know, me and one or two other people that I could mention, but I don't. <laughs> um, but, you know, a well-designed program for diastasis recti covers above navel, below navel, and completely open. And we make sure that everything gets hit a little bit. We cover the muscle activation part so that everything above navel, below navel, activates properly, and that's where we start. And we make sure that after the first four to six weeks, at least everything is firing up the way it should. That's fairly straightforward to plan. That is not that difficult to do. It really, really isn't. Once you know what you're talking about, you can just get that done. Any pelvic floor specialist will tell you that that is also the case with a, the pelvic floor, but you need a physical examination first to determine what works and, and what, what functions and what doesn't. Uh, let me put it that way. So you need, you need someone who knows what they're talking about to have a look, so to speak, to check under the bonnet and say, okay, is this muscle doing what it's supposed to do? Um, you know, that interview I did with um, Jessica Marie, the, the running interview that I did with her about the psoas and all that sort of stuff. Most people don't really have a clue how their psoas should feel. They kind of just know... Um, that, this is Jessica Marie Rose, yeah. Um, they kind of just know that they should be able to do certain things, but they don't know that, that it's a psoas. Um, within the pelvic floor, most women, most people in general, but most women, uh, don't really know how it should feel at the best of times, let alone postpartum. And then if you don't know how it should feel, you don't really, you still don't really know which muscle does what and which muscle should do what. It's a fair, like I said, it's a complex bit. So you really need an expert to have a look at this. And an expert, any pelvic floor physio, pelvic health uh, physio, a women's health physio, will say, okay, I know where we are and I know how now to get to B. I know how to, I know what the issue is and I know how to fix it. Right? You can't do that online because you can't self-diagnose and the people who try to sell you this stuff online, and I've seen a few recently, um, they just give you a generic, a generic program as in this will help. And that is just not really how the pelvic floor works. The, a generic Oh, apologies, uh, a generic program just has you wasting your time. And that is usually the biggest concern that I come across for uh, any sort of professionals. If you are, say, three, four, five, six months postpartum, you're still very much in that recovery stage where your body is really quite keen to get back to functionality and all that sort of stuff and dysfunction so muscles not working properly that's what i mean when i say dysfunction um dysfunction 
isn't like built into the system yet. Uh, other muscles aren't overcompensating and all that sort of thing. Whereas if you're 10 years down the line and then you try to get this thing fixed, a lot of muscle, you have a bit of muscle wastage. So not only dysfunction, but muscles, if you don't use them, you lose them, so to speak. Kind of. They get a lot weaker anyways. And other muscles really start to compensate. And then you're building a lot of dysfunction and, and imbalance into the system, uh, which will need an awful lot more work. Right? So if you don't know what's wrong at the beginning, then all the exercises you're doing afterwards, you're kind of just guessing your way from A to B. And chances are you're missing something uh, because it's so complex. So please don't waste your time on online pelvic floor systems. Um, interview I did a long, long, long time ago with a bio something or other. I will link to it. Um, I will link to it in the podcast description as well. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll have some of those little pop-up-y things um, with the link to the podcast episode. I just can't remember the the tears, the pelvic floor exit uh, thing we did. That stuff works, but it only works after an, uh, an examination, right? And that's also what the, the lady, and this really annoys me now that I didn't look that up. It's because I'm a jackass. I know this. Um, that I didn't, uh, like I said, that they didn't look up. But the lady also said, uh, and she really knows what she's talking about, get the um, get the examination done first before you buy these products because you might be buying the wrong thing. And, and that is kind of how you need to view, uh, need to view these things. So don't buy any online programs for pelvic floor. Just see a specialist and have them write you out a program. They're not that expensive. Pelvic floor programs online, I've seen them go from 60 to 150 pounds or from, what is that, $90 to 200 bucks. Um, and it's usually just as cheap, so to speak, to make an appointment with a pelvic floor specialist. Um, it's actually most pelvic floor specialists are nowhere near that expensive. Get the little program for them and then have a, a follow up visit a month or two down the line during which you get new exercises and all that sort of stuff. Um, that is how, how I would do it. There is just no point in uh, in buying an online program. Um, with regards to if you want to follow people on the internet and all that sort of stuff, Claire Bourne is obviously one of those people who's phenomenal. Uh, she's a pelvic health, uh, pelvic floor physio. And she really knows what she's talking about. And she doesn't do it in an oversimplified way. Right? She, because it's so complex, it's very tempting to fall into black and white solutions and only present those. Claire doesn't do that. And she's really, like I said, she's excellent on that sort of stuff. In fact, I should invite her onto the podcast at some stage of proceedings. Anyways, don't waste your money. That's all I'm saying on that particular subject. Uh, briefly in the news this week, um, I said 15 minutes, uh, for, um, uh, for the pelvic floor. I think that's long enough considering how little I have to say about it. <laughs> in the news this week, briefly, an article that one of my clients sent me, uh, article from the BBC about safety levels for PFAs or in UK drinking water. Now I'm trying to 
get somebody on the podcast to talk about household chemicals and PFAs and all that sort of stuff. There are a lot of, it turns out that those crazy people, you know, that we laughed at five, six, seven, eight years ago, the, the crunchy people that you only use like apple vinegar to clean with, turns out they were right. <laughs> it's insane. So my client who I see regularly, uh, send me, send me this thing. And, uh, you know, the, PFA levels in, in the UK are significantly higher, especially in certain areas. I'm trying to get in touch with the BBC journalist that wrote about this, uh, Liana Hosea. Uh, and I might be mispronouncing that. She presented an excellent bit with uh, another journalist called Rachel Salvage um, on BBC's Crossing the Earth, which is a phenomenal programme. Uh, if you don't mind being utterly, utterly depressed. <laughs> a phenomenal program, an environmental program on BBC Radio 4. And, you know, I'm middle class and middle aged enough to be listening to BBC Radio 4, right? Um, in between the old podcast episode. Because I'm still relatively lowbrow. It's, I don't want you thinking that all of a sudden I've gone all sophisticated and cultured. Um, so are PFAs a problem? Yeah, apparently so. Especially in, in the UK, the safety levels are, are set quite high, um, which is a bit of a pickle. Uh, one of the ways around that, according to, like I said, the person in the know, um, who, who told me is get one of those quicker things and those filtration systems installed. Apparently that works against them. Um, if you're concerned about that sort of stuff, that might be where you want to spend some of your money. I'm trying to get someone on it. Uh, wouldn't that be nice? Right. If I could just get the perfect guest that combines everything, I don't necessarily want to do half an hour on safety of drinking water. I want to cover a bit more than that. But I promise you, I'm working on it. I will get it done. Uh, next week, I'm back to having an interview. I think I've got a couple of really, really super cool ones lined up. Uh, I'm doing an interview on the 28th. I've got one lined up for the 23rd about stress management the 28th will be about it's a weight loss thing with someone who really 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 knows what they're talking about and i've got one or two interesting things to say on the matter um like i said i've got a ton coming up unfortunately i'm also really really busy and that means that today i don't quite have as much time as i usually do to make the podcast last half an hour and i could waffle for another what is it 10 minutes or so but, you know, you've got a busy day. You've got kids to take care of. And like I said, school holidays to prep. And, you know, summer camps to sort out and all that sort of thing. I know you're busier than I am. Um, as always, though, right? Peter at healthypostnatalbody.com. If you have any questions yourself and you're like, hey, could you touch on this? Um, I had one or two emails in this week. But there were mainly things that I'd already covered on the podcast. So I'm not really going to go in, in, in depth in uh, any of them. Um, that's podcast for today is a new bit of music you have a tremendous week like I said give us a like and subscribe by the way right tell your friends all that sort of fun stuff that's how we roll that's how you get a few more listeners and that my friends is that for the week have a tremendous week and I'll check in on you next week I'll be back next week right take care bye now I come here
It's all around you It's all around you 